Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. Hey everybody, welcome to Pod Chef. The only official Top Chef podcast. If you find another one, please send them our way so that we can have a group debate with them on whether or not their show is as good as ours. Beat them up behind the alley. Yeah, beat them up um, in an alley. Um, it's me, your host. You know me. Come on, you guys know me. It's Jamal. It's your host. You know me. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Reeves. Say what's up to the nice people. Hey, everyone. It's Reeves. Wow. What an episode. So much drama. Okay. Um, shh, 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 shh. You're giving up. You're giving away way too much at the very... Jesus. Right. And uh, your co-host is also here, Brian. What's up? It's Brian. You guys know me. Wow. What an episode. So much drama. Jesus. We're talking... <laughs> They're gonna cut me off. I'll keep going. Uh, so people were doing all this stuff, and they were cooking. Yeah, they were. This cooking. is why he's the co-host of the co-host. This is it. Okay, yeah. So they were cooking. This is actually a good episode. So what they were talking about <laughs> is not a bit. It was a good episode. It was crazy. Um, let's see here. Let's just get right into it. We're here with another special guest, and this time it's a super special guest. I know this person. You guys listening probably have heard of this person. You can definitely Google this person. They're a well-known chef. Um, please welcome to the episode, Chef Quentin Anonymous. Hello. Thanks for coming, Quentin. Thank you for Hello, having Quentin. me. Um, so we know you, Quentin, um, but the people may not know you, uh, Chef Quentin. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, where did you get your start in cooking? Well, I got my start in cooking in uh, D.C. I own a food truck in D.C. Um, you may have seen it. It's pretty popular in the mornings. Um, I make um, those little cheeses that you put on um, breakfast sandwiches. Have you? The, the little cheeses that you put on breakfast sandwiches? Yeah, you get like an, if you go, you want like an egg and cheese sandwich, um, but you but they forgot the cheese. Um, I'm a food truck that's like located right around the corner. Mm. So you pick up the cheese there. Okay. So, Okay, so just so that I'm bringing the people here, if you go and get an egg sandwich and then you forget to ask for cheese, you can then go to your food truck, Chef Quentin, where you will give them a pre-cut slice of cheese to put on their egg sandwich. Yeah, now, I, I I would say the more frequent thing that happens is that you ask for cheese and you don't get it. I've never forgotten to ask for cheese. I mean, let's okay. be real. I'm asking for cheese wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every meal. Cheese. Give me cheese, please. Huh. I mean, we talked about yeah. this episode, like, what, two or three? And we know well, Americans I, like it because Top Gear, Top Gear, Top Gear was what we were talking about. Yes, mm-hmm. cheese yeah. and everything. Um, so I'm the so place. I'm now embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, you should be embarrassed. I'm the place where if you forget to ask for extra cheese, you can go right around the corner. Yeah. Okay. That's that's why I'm embarrassed because I often forget to ask for extra cheese, and this is how I know Chef Quentin. I'm an often frequent. I can't say often frequent visitor. That's the same thing. I'm a frequent visitor to his. A food truck where I just ask for extra cheese, please. Okay. And- so I'm still a little confused how this business works, but Jamal, it mm-hmm. seems like you have gone before. Can you yeah. guys like role play like please. a transaction of how like like it normally goes down for you guys when you when you go to get the cheese? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll just be. I'll, I'll just walk up and I'll say. Uh, good morning, Quentin. Sorry, 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 there's a line. I'm trying, so I'm trying to jump in so quick. I'm sorry. Can we really, like, I've never seen this truck. Can we really, can you paint the picture for me? Can we do, like, do you want to, like, do, like, the movie? You want to do, do, like, a movie? Just, like, we see this and then, like, zoom in and really, like, put me there. I've never been there. Put me there. you saying me? I think Chef Quentin should do this. It's his okay. truck. Yeah, so um, it's an early morning. I start the I start the truck. Oh shit, forgot the keys. All right, we're okay. I know I had them because I got money yesterday. So that means I made money yesterday. Okay. Okay, okay it's, maybe, it's between the slices of cheese. Use, do we want to utilize, like, maybe there's something you can also do, like a cut to 
and then you can kind of like fast forward a little bit into the future with that just to you know i mean not that this isn't good i this this is helping me but maybe we want well when i write scripts i write everything and then i let the studios decide scripts (laughs) you're also you're also a yeah uh i didn't really want to get into this but um i sort of had this like very popular fan fiction account um where i would write movies um i got into podcast and um it just it just created this whole thing where like you know conspiracy theories were started and people actually believed all my stuff and i'm just trying to separate myself from that now uh and go into the food business um Put down the pen and paper, if you will. Picked mm-hmm. up a spatula. And uh, what's what's the paper? If the spatula is the pen, what's the paper? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, oh, the cheese. Okay. Yeah, probably like yeah, a piece of cheese. cheese. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that works. It's about the same. It's like a, you know, a cheese. When I think of like a slice of American cheese, it's really like a post-it note of the food world. Hmm. Mm, yeah. It sticks to walls too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty sticky. Hey, let's make a quick. That's how I know it's done. Who, who? <laughs> let's 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 the three of us, not Reeves. Guess when the last time Reeves had a piece of American cheese is. <laughs> okay. Because he's fancy. Mm-hmm. I bet it's been. I bet it's been a. I bet it's been at least a couple. Of years. I bet it's been three or four years. I bet you it's only been a week and a half. I was going to guess earlier. I was going to say like earlier today because you see me seem to me like a uh, tuna fish sandwich kind of guy. This is a great question. I so we did have hamburger hot dog last week, which That's would right. lead you to believe that we would have American cheese, but my wife likes um, Swiss cheese on those burgers we did not have that but i am a, a person that will just eat american cheese plain out of the refrigerator <laughs> like a garbage person so it probably it's probably been maybe a month and i've that and then i had american cheese not that okay long. so technically i was closest maybe yes yeah okay good and the host <laughs> won that so that's good to know okay. Um, I'd like to get back into the role play of what it's like. To, to, to I don't know if we have time. <laughs> we got a lot well, of other just, stuff. Let's just let's just cut to Jamal's at the truck. All right. I don't know. I, I'm lost, but okay. <laughs> Is it? Would it be easier if you started back further before? Yeah, well, let's, uh, I mean, you're. Uh, the, I mean, you're the. You're the host. I mean, I'm. I'm the guy. Okay. Just treat me like a piece of shit. Let's. But. Let's just. Let's say the. I was standing in line. I finally got up to the front, and now we're having. I'm actually ordering the cheese that I missed on my bagel. Okay. Good morning. Oh, hey, Quentin. <laughs> hey. Good morning. Hey, Quentin. Hey, Quentin. How you doing? Good. 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 Got a long line here. Yeah, so you, you're you dr- <laughs> doing pretty well. Hey, Quentin. Okay, all well, right. Let's start in the middle. Let's start in the middle. We're getting a lot of highs and hellos and greetings. Let's cut to the middle of this. And also, we're doing great. This is a transaction. Okay, scene. this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, you got so your cheese is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how are the kids? Uh, good. I mean, there's, they're still there, so they're still flipping the cheeses back there. I, I tried to fire them <laughs> last week, but uh, it didn't work out. Oh well, you know, uh, sometimes with workers, you just gotta give them some time to get better at the job. I guess. <sighs> I hope they don't burn the cheese this time. Yeah, I mean that's that's why I try to fire them. Um, I mean, they just, they're in that phase where they are like pyro, you know, where they like try to yeah, burn pyromaniac. Off, which is, I mean, it's a terrible job for them. Yeah. Hey, Uh-oh. I'm a police officer. <laughs> oh, shit. This truck oh, shit. is illegally parked in front of the White House. You got to oh, move no. this thing. 
Oh, God. Oh, not again, uh, Quentin. All right. Well, thank you for I your money. You got the... <laughs> okay. Well, just text me where you're moving the trucks. So I can come get my cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah I'll. Uh, we got know. a lot of people coming in here today. It's January 6, 2001. <laughs> okay. My egg sandwich is pretty cold, so I'm hoping for some hot cheese. But uh, I'll find you, Quentin. Oh, Thanks. Oh, Thanks, though. Or those keys. <laughs> I know I had those keys somewhere. Right. So that's usually how it works. Um, uh, Quentin often parks in front of the White House, right where the barricades used to be, and uh, where people usually like protest. He's parked literally right at the gate, mm-hmm. um, and he's asked to leave right as the line dies down because now all the people who he served are finished eating and they're protesting now. And I'm the last one usually to get there, and so okay. I usually don't get the cheese so i gotta get there early what i'm finding out is i need to get there more yeah sooner. i mean or just show up whenever you want i mean i you're my, one of my best customers a lot easier for me i just get the money and go yeah, <laughs> yeah. i what's also the name of the truck what's the name of the truck huh what the the name of your food truck mm-hmm. um it's kind of Okay, so I was trying to. I named it a long time ago when I was trying to capitalize on my brand. So it's it's actually called PizzaGate. <laughs> okay, the Pizza Getaway Cars. Now is that it's called PizzaGate because you are so close to the White House Gate? <laughs> yeah. And originally, you bought all that cheese because you said I'm gonna have a pizza truck. <laughs> yeah, but then I couldn't find the other ingredients. Yeah, and and then so also much like comic ping pong, your truck is full of young children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try to draw inspiration <laughs> from real life. Yeah. Well, um, I've left nothing but good reviews for uh, PizzaGate, and uh, I think other people should too. Go check out his food truck. This is. Chef Quentin, uh, he drives the Pizzagate uh, food truck around the D.C. area. Um, speaking of reviews that are good, oh, no. um, this podcast got a great review recently, huh, fellas? We really we got a, We got a five-star review that we'd like to uh, share on the podcast live. It's called Best Comedy Top Chef Pod. Nobody actually going to read it. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to. The fan should hear like what we're looking at. And this is from a fan who we did, do not know. It says, <laughs> trust me, I've listened to all of the Top Chef podcasts available and finally, finally found Pod Chef. The crew on this show have the best comedic camaraderie I've heard yet. I can't stop listening and even going back to listen to their first two seasons. Mm, you can skip. Uh, if you're doing that, don't listen to the first Definitely five or seven, six episodes of the first season. The audio is bad, but do go back and listen. Um, please listen, rate, review this podcast so it can get kicked up higher in the ratings and eventually pick up some advertising. Okay. Preaching. Support this one. You want to see these guys stick around. From Jules. So, Jules, thank you very much. We appreciate that. You said all the things we've been saying off air. Um, <laughs> these are all the things we say about ourselves when we're doing, you know, we're, we're, you know, getting our spirits up right before we start recording and say, should we keep doing this? Is this working? And we keep telling ourselves, guys, our community camaraderie is unrivaled. Uh, so we have to record because the people need it. And this just reinforces that. So a real, true, honest thank you to Jules. And sorry, Chef Quentin, you had to be here to see me in this kind of braggadocious light. But um, I, that had to be done. No, I get, it. I get. It. I mean, you're a, you're like an entrepreneur. You gotta, you gotta promote yourself. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone out there thinks that that's a fake review or someone that we know very closely, like our wives. It's not because our wives have already left reviews, okay? And you yeah. cannot create another account. Apple Podcasts will not allow you. Yeah. To. We've tried. So, so we don't know this person, actually. So it's a real person who we yes. don't know. And now you feel kind of dumb because you're sitting there being like, I bet it's one of their wives. Well, it's not. And mm-hmm. No, my wife's name isn't Jules. Yeah, and my wife's name isn't Jules either. Yeah, neither is mine. I do. I do want to put a, a little caveat. Uh, it says that we should um, 
that we should keep getting kicked up so that we can eventually pick up uh, some advertising. And I'm going to say, please be careful what you wish for, because Tom has already recorded a lot of ads that he wants in the show. He keeps sending us these ads Mm -hmm. for his things. It's like inventions that he comes up with on the fly. And he's like, hey, play this ad. And we're like, oh, no, we don't have enough listeners. And it's okay, well, you can have listeners play this ad and they're always for things like underwear that pulls themselves up yeah is one of them he's got an ad for a a cap that you put on that cuts your hair the cap like has a little uh, lawnmower on it that goes zigzags across your head and cuts your hair for you yeah and i'm like but you're bald tom yeah he tried the the hat he's got one that's just like it's just like grass but it's like in like one of those spinach containers and he's like trying to like pass it off that it's like salad or something, but it's yeah. just like grass that he cut from his lawn or something like that. He's got also ketchup packets that are just the last dollop. He calls it the last dollop. He said, this is the part you can never get out of the bottle. I just got it out of the bottle. <laughs> he says it's the best part. He says it's the best part. And he wants us to pay. Yeah. For those. We have to, to pay him for those ads to run on the show. Yeah. Um, that's what's something we're still talking about with Tom about whether or not we should uh, pay for his ads to run in the show or not because we're not sure if that's something that we want. Um, but people at are, the end of the people day, people are clamoring it for it. Apparently, people. Are, yeah, people at the end of the day, it. it is Tom's show, so we probably won't have much of a say if Tom just shows up at one of our places and says, "Why aren't you running the ads?" We're going to be kind of effed. So, um, speaking of effed, uh, let's do a segment called chefs i prepared for you how does um chef quentin um this segment what we do is we go around and we just say and discuss what we had for dinner but we present it as if we're presenting it to the chefs on top chef would you like to partake in this segment yeah yeah i mean there's consent all right good all right so i'll go first and you get to hang this uh what consent yeah, I was just saying we have your consent to do this, so you're not doing this against your will, so that's fine. Okay, so that's does good. that happen? Um, so that did happen, and I got uh, this podcast got some some hot water, and I don't mean a jacuzzi. We got in some hot water over but that. But also, we did get a jacuzzi. <laughs> we did get a jacuzzi. It was very nice. Um, but so a good thing sure happened because you didn't ask for consent. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> phrase it that way. But in a way, yes, but also a bad thing happened as well. So um, I just now ask my guests uh, if they're comfortable doing this segment. Okay, so I'll go first. Um, Chefs, I labored and prepared for you. Pan-seared Cajun spiced chicken breast with lime juice, sautéed sweet potatoes, and sautéed spinach and garlic. And I'm looking at it right now. And there's a picture that they're looking at. picture. Yep. For proof. Checks Quentin out. doesn't have it. <laughs> yep. Quentin can't, Quentin can't see it can't see in his mind's eye. Quentin can see it in his mind's eye. No. So any questions, anything? I mean, it was deluxe. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you were cooking this, did you leave the splatter thing on and put it in the oven and melt it? Okay, and so now I'm exposed, <laughs> and now my my mom. Um, okay, so everyone needs to understand something. I mean, I made an oopsie doozy. Um, you did a, day. you did a what does he say? A whoopsie oh, daisy. A dozy. A dozy. Yeah, I did, a, did doozy. a doozy. Um, and I left my splatter guard on my cast iron skillet, and it the handle melted onto the handle of the of my cast iron skillet, and I had to. <sighs> I had to clean it off and clear it out and get it off and, and pull the chicken out. And it was, it was a whole thing. Um, the chicken did not taste like plastic. There was no fumes of plastic, so it's non-toxic. It's okay. Um, but I did, I did ruin my, the handle of my splatter guard, which I use every day. So I had to buy a new one. And so I have a new one coming. Quentin, don't hold back. I know you're like laughing your effing ass off right now over this <laughs> being that you're, you're a chef. So if yeah. you want to unload on Jamal right now, feel free to, I think it's, I it's can your take place. it. Quinn. Yeah. Jamal can take it. it. I, I, I'm just embarrassed. I remember when I was starting out made, I mean, I did actually eat a lot of plastic. <laughs> That you thought was cheese? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Listen, well, and that makes me feel good. We've all been there. We've all eaten a spatula on accident. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who hasn't? Uh, they look yeah, so good. Yeah, it looks... I mean, it smells just like the pancake. All right, who wants to go next? <laughs> I'll go. Um, so I made chilaquiles. Um, this is... Uh, oh, a, fuck. I love chilaquiles so much. I, and Brian, Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, I fucking love chilaquiles. Love it. Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, kind good. Of, yeah. okay, good. I love it. I love it just as much as Brian does, just so no, everyone knows. No, you don't. Listen, next time you guys are over, I'll make you some. It was a hit. People fucking loved it. It's uh, This is an Alice, another one of my Allison Roman recipes. She never leads me astray. A little Who's going to be on the podcast one day, Allison Roman? I feel like, well, no, she wouldn't do the podcast, but <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like she would be great on it. Like she would be game and be very funny. Um, but yeah, that's not gonna happen. Anyway, it, yeah, it went over really well. It was tasty. A little bit of queso on the top. Of course, your fried mm-hmm. egg. You do the red or the green? Uh, it's the red with some tomatoes. Do your crumble in there. You got some cilantro. A um, little bit of uh, sour cream on top. Muy bien. Now, Chef Quentin, you know all about queso. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're speaking my language. Actually, I didn't actually understand. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brian, you're up. He doesn't understand. (laughs) Brian, you're up. (laughs) All right. uh, Here we go, folks. Every time I do this and I say that I have. So let me me give you a backstory. Oh, God. Here we go. I often cook coconut chickpea curry. And when I do it, people who are hoity-toity newsreaders say, is it the New York Times chickpea curry? The answer's been no. <laughs> Until now. Oh. Chefs, last night I prepared for you Allison Roman's stew. The coconut chickpea stew. I did it. I did the stew. Hope everyone's happy. I did it. Well, mm, I hate to do this, but you didn't do the full stew because you left some stuff out, didn't you? I didn't do the optional yogurt. I did, however, do the optional mint, which I did not like. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's, it would... it's optional. That's yeah, I, it's optional. And I told Reeves that the yogurt's optional, and he goes, "No, it really ties everything together." <laughs> I so I think with the mint, you I, I if you're gonna do the mint, then do the, the sour yogurt. cream. Yeah, the yogurt too. Um, I had sour cream. Should I have just done sour cream? I just didn't have Greek yogurt. That probably would have been okay. I, I think the Greek yogurt is probably a little bit better. But yeah, I it, so. But you liked your your version with rice and everything better. I like my right? version better. Yeah. yeah, my my version has uh, tomatoes in it. Okay, that sounds good. Which, which I think cut some of the like earthy like turmeric flavor. Which I didn't. I didn't dislike the stew. I just think that if I had had it first, it'd have been good. But since I had the my version first, when I say my version, I mean the one that I found on the internet. I like that one better. I did, however, I um, I so I I, I also watched I watched Allison cook mm-hmm. the stew. She has a video on stew, and then I was up till midnight watching other Allison Roman YouTube videos of her cooking. And okay, feel, yeah. and I feel weird about it. Okay, Here I don't feel go. great about it. But we I did keep it. Keep this in. Where you no, I, till midnight. I, I told I told Carrie that I did it. I told Carrie that up till midnight watching Allison Roman. Oh, she's definitely videos. not coming on the show now. Yeah, yeah. she's Talking definitely not allowed on the show now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's it's just it's it's a it's a it's a it's a nice it's personable like mm-hmm. the, like the way she does her like home movie cooking things. Her kitchen is a very small New York kitchen, which I like. It's yeah. not this like big grandiose like hi I'm freaking. Giada and here's my mansion. It's like this little kitchen. She has she has a mini oven. She has like the little tiny oven, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And she seems like a nice person. She's like a very nice person. Okay. And she made a yeah. key lime pie, which I love. Mm-hmm. You're up watching her till midnight. Yep. And next I'm gonna try some other things. And so I get it. Alison Roman, I I get it. Reeves has been talking about you, and now I get it. Mm-hmm. Jamal, you're next. I'm next. Allison, I'm I'm coming for your recipes. I don't think she's all right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. We'll, I'll figure a way to get her on the podcast. <laughs> Chef Quentin, what did you have last night for dinner? Chefs, I prepared for you mac and cheese. 
Okay. So, yep. Well, you know what? Let's just ask some questions first. So, like, <laughs> like with what kind of mac and cheese was this that you put together? I mean, you're talking about like you made the noodles and everything like that, right? No, no, no. I. <laughs> Did you have the blue box blues? I ordered hot noodles to go. Came home. <laughs> and then just. So you ordered. If you put cheese on. Okay. You had the cheese. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you ordered hot noodles to go and said, well, I have a cheese truck. I don't need your cheese. Yeah. I don't. And you just put it off. Okay. All right. So how, how was it? That was delicious. I mean, it's my cheese. <laughs> I told you, I'm 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 pretty successful. Okay. It sounds like the line is super long every morning. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like you guys are expecting a lot out of this mac and cheese thing, and it's like I don't. What mac and cheese do you have that's more than just macaroni um, noodles and cheese? I mean, I make a, a family recipe macaroni and cheese that's more than just macaroni and noodles. I mean, it's got three different cheeses and a cheese sauce. But um, three? yours sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not trying to make you feel bad, Quentin, because it, it it just definitely feels like you have, like, one lane that you kind of <laughs> – which is just cheese. And I, 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 I don't know about the other guys, but I was kind of expecting, like, a chef that you just did everything – you yeah, cooked everything else, not just you had a lot of cheese that you put on. You're a specialty <laughs> chef. Were you really busy? Like, did you not have a lot of time last night? You just couldn't have time to do all the like, whole process? No, I, I mean, I had tons of time. <laughs> well, I even I sat and we watched were... it. <laughs> you watched it boil or melt? Melt. Boil? Melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't cook the macaroni. I didn't after. boil the yeah, cheese. <laughs> I know that. Oh God! All right. Well, um, I think we've officially hit Stumptown USA on this one. Um, so why don't These we take bad. a break? These last Seamless. Have been bad. Seamless. Well, we officially hit Stumptown USA on that one. Okay, Brian. You know what? I'm I'm relinquishing. Uh, host duties for just 30 seconds. You come up with a, a, <laughs> a segue to the break, to the talking about the episode from what we were just discussing. You have 30 seconds. Go. <clears throat> okay. Uh, much like the Colby Smolders TV show, Stumptown, this segment is over. <laughs> okay. So that was pretty good, but... It wasn't better than Jamal's, I think. All right, and let's I'll just take the powers back and let's go to a break. Punch up. Let's talk about uh season eighteen, uh episode six, Stumptown USA. First things first, Chef Quentin, have you ever watched Top Chef before? No, I've never seen it. Um, but I've seen Survivor and I've seen Great British Breaking Show. So it seems like a combination a good marriage. of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you think of this episode, just for someone who's just seen Top Chef? Um, I, I mean, I liked it. It was very fun. Um, it did seem like it's very hard to get to know anyone um, or understand what they do because they, their titles are super long and they only flash them on the screen for like two seconds and then I'm lost. I have no idea who, who's talking to me. And uh, I, so other than that, I enjoyed it. <laughs> all right <laughs> our last guest complained about the quick chirons on the bottom too so i have two things that can either happen here either top chef either make them longer or m- maybe we get guests that watch the show <laughs> well it's definitely not gonna be the last one so yeah so. <laughs> i think yeah. we probably should get top chef to fix their show a little bit yeah let's send a letter to tom mm-hmm That'll be something. God, we'll, we'll give him notes because he gives us notes. Let's give him notes. Okay. When you send him letters, he reads them on the phone back to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. And he tries to do your voice while he does it. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. This, is you. this is you. He corrects your Well, grammar. he doesn't do my voice because remember, he just like, he's like, I'll write something very plain in just perfect English. And he's like, 
yo, kid, what's up, man? Yeah. You know what I'm well, he said that's what you sound like to him. Yeah, that's what he said. He said that's how he <laughs> hears me. I'm like, Tom, that's impossible. No one's ever said that. I guess it also points to the fact that he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, he. I think he does listen to parts when people say, hey, Tom, they mentioned you. Um, yeah. And yeah, then he just turns sense. it off after we stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. But that's enough because he gives us report cards and he likes our shit. So yeah. we're doing something right. So um, let's talk about this quick fire challenge where the chefs had to cook dishes featuring local Oregon mushrooms. Um, in reference to another Portland nickname, Stumptown. <laughs> and we're not talking about the coffee Stumptown Roasters. We're talking about Stumptown Portland. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're talking about cooking on a freaking stump here. Talking about <laughs> cooking on a tree stump. An actual the stump. origins of Oregon. Stump town because all the people there cook on a stump. Stump the... is your table. Stump <laughs> is your chair. The contestants were forced to use a tree stump as prep tables. And instead of immunity from elimination, the winner got $10,000, but less than that after taxes. <laughs> um, can we just play this clip of us having Tom? As the guest judge for this, let's take a listen. You all look so nervous to see Tom here. (laughs) Don't worry, he's a fun guy. (laughs) The mom jokes are coming now. (laughs) Tom's here today because for this quick fire challenge, you'll be working with one of his favorite ingredients mushrooms. It's the ultimate ingredient because mushrooms are the closest you can get to eating the earth. Okay. okay, and I just want to <laughs> let you guys know that I reached out to Tom about that because I was a little confused what he meant by the closest you can get to eating the earth. And he just sent me back a picture of him. <laughs> just He was laid down, face down on the ground with his mouth open. And he was trying to like eat, like he was like, I guess in his yard trying to eat the ground. And he was like, you see how hard it is? <laughs> you can't. It's like I'm always trying to put the earth on my menu and I can't do it. Closest thing I can do is mushrooms. Now, Brian, you um booed. <laughs> Why did you boo Padma when she said he's fun? A couple of episodes ago, Asan uh Williams, uh friend of the show, um Asked us if Padma was good at this job. And we, <laughs> we, that is true. We vehemently, vehemently said, yes, do not besmirch Padma. She's great. She's fantastic. She's amazing. This season, I'm I'm wavering. I'm Uh-oh. wavering. And I get that it's not, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's a little, like, I know that it's supposed to be kind of like cheesy and bad. Like, it's like, that's the point of like a, a quote mom joke but like with it being so scripted of her saying like he's a fun guy and then the response of tom being like oh here come the mom jokes it's like get back to the guys can we writers room this one please can we writers room this one yeah let's writers room this one um and chef quentin i'd love for you to join us in the writers room and this is where we just punch up some of the jokes that are done on top (laughs) chef we make them better Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So the so, scenario is they're cooking on stumps with mushrooms, uh-huh. and there's also a better than bouillon. It's a commercial of sorts. Uh, okay. Um. So let's hit the writers' room. What's another joke that could have happened here that we might have landed better? I feel like um, Tom when he came in, Padma could have been like, "You guys are so quiet. I guess we're not using mushrooms. We're using hush rooms." Oh yes. <laughs> I was thinking okay. she'd be like, you guys are going to be using some better than bouillon. And I guess if we're using this, we better call Tom. <laughs> this is a good Friday's room. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We're just tossing out jokes. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's great. Quitting, it's hard. No, I know. I know. I'm, I'm a writer. I know. I, it's hard. Like, I'm not. That was not sarcastic at all. Yeah, well, you okay, know, if okay, you don't like it, why don't you pitch one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All, right. All right. Mush. Okay. Here, I will I, I will go while you think. Is that okay? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. So okay. Tom comes in and he says, Mushroom is the closest you can get to eating the earth. And Padma goes, Except for when I make you bite the curb and kick the back of your head. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm, uh, I think okay. the joke's getting lost. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then, and then she goes, Just like Portland's namesake, Stomp Town. <laughs> yes. Okay. The delivery would have to All be right. perfect on that. <laughs> Okay, I didn't have much time to think because I was very distracted. <laughs> okay, I have. So one I'm imagining. I to be... Oh, go for it. <laughs> oh, no, you you go. I don't really have one, but I have one to workshop. She says something about S Town. <laughs> Remember the okay. podcast? Okay, yeah, S-Town? the podcast. And she tries to like. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a tie-in, but I do have that. <laughs> She's holding oh, a microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. And she starts saying, I think he's innocent. All right, so there's no more immunity, folks. Um, we're in the stage of the season where there's no more immunity. We're out of the writer's room now. I got uh, one. I got one. Cooking. I got one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Great. Please. Okay. And then, and, then, and then we'll close the writer's room. Yeah. Okay. That's not how I usually write, but... <laughs> All right, mush. There's. I'm imagining dogs. Dogs come to the room. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. Like, there's the, the dog. <laughs> okay. We'll, oh, we'll close oh, mush. 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 Yeah, yeah. Mush, the, um, the dogs. Yeah, you. You ride on a sled slide, into the slide. dog. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Okay. All right. Rider's right. room is closed. Yeah. So um, immunity is done, everyone. We're at the part of the season where there's no more immunity for when cook fires, I don't think. So um, they're all cooking mushrooms and using one wood-burning oven, which makes it chaos. They all just start stacking the stuff they're cooking for the quick fire in there. It uh, seems like question. Dawn was just too slow to everything. She was like, yeah. I need to use this. And he was like, get here faster. <laughs> and we discussed this off air, and Brian said, this is why you shouldn't be on CP time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, chef people time. Yeah, that is chef people time. <laughs> but you, it's, uh, you talk about it in chef for certain people. Chef prep time. <laughs> I do only say it about certain shows. Yeah, he does. It's only about Nelson and Don and Roscoe <laughs> and Kiki. He doesn't say it about anyone else. Uh, do you guys like mushrooms? Do you guys like eating mushrooms? Yes. Yeah, I like mushrooms. What's your favorite mushroom? What's your favorite mushroom? I like an oyster. Okay. It's a medium one. Um, I like portobello. I'm a shiitake boy. Chef Quentin? Um, pizza mushrooms. Because <laughs> right. they're covered in cheese. So I want to yeah, say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Just moving on. Uh, Gabe gives us our first sweat on the nose of the season while he's uh, plating his tacos. I don't know if you guys caught that, but that's the first shot we've had this season of like a drop of sweat, literally ready to fall off a chef's nose. And you know it um, as soon as the camera goes. Usually oh, yeah. Soon, yeah. As soon as they pan. And that's why they, when they were eating his tacos, they're like, oh, this is good. This is, you season this. This is good. Um, let's just jump to it. Gabriel wins uh, with his. He, he cheated because he uses his dad's favorite mushrooms. Um, um, but guess what, Gabriel? No immunity. And he cheated like because him. of foie. Foie is a, foie is a top chef uh, cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, foie. It's, it's the scallops of the, of the air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he grabbed foie and he used it with mushrooms. And, of course, it's going to taste good. Um. So yeah, he's got he's he won the uh Can we uh, like eight people fire. fried the mushroom? They just like kept bringing them fried yeah. Yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. Deep fried. And some people tried to say that it was not a fried mushroom. They were like, "Oh, this is a uh, uh what's the word? What's the German word?" Uh spietzel? With like the yeah, yeah spietzel thing. <laughs> yeah, spietzel. Spietzel. They were like this is spietzel. <laughs> But they just kept bringing them fried mushrooms, and no one called them out for. At the end, they would do like you had the worst fried mushroom. I think someone said. <laughs> yeah, I think that was for Chris because his mushroom was so thick that he said in the middle it was uncooked. 
So that's not good. Um, I think Chris is on his way out. <laughs> oh, don't say that about my team member. I was we'll going to say, is he on team. your team? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's not talk about uh, my team member. I got one person left. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Um, so now let's go to the elimination challenge. The uh, chefs have traveled to Cascade Locks and paired up with each other to create surf and turf dishes. So the chefs had to draw knives again, but this time uh, the knives said surf and turf, right? But well, not surf and turf. No. They actually they actually had um, they'd use game, so it was different surf and turf. They'd use game proteins and local fish. Yeah. So the knives, some of the knives had the fish, and some of the knives had the game protein, and then they had to on their own pair up, and Which that they was thought was going to be a fun little twist, but Pescuzzi saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. yeah, Pascuzzi saw that no one was going to want to pair up with him <laughs> a mile away. She was like, here's a twist. And he was like, surf and turf. And they're like, yeah, sir, stop. Don't get yeah. Let me say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they pair up. But I like that Shoda and Sarah, my girl Sarah, team up immediately. And I was like, oh, these two juggernauts. It's unfair. It's done. Hashtag, team, hashtag team tiny fish. Yes, team tiny fish. Um but I was super excited by that. Uh, have you guys ever had game meat as surf and turf? No. 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 Oh, okay. I'm Not sorry. in a surf and you, turf, no. Have you ever had venison? Yes. yes. All right. Well, that was good. Good Good conversation, guys. <laughs> yep. uh, so. Um, it tastes too much like meat. What? Then it's <laughs> called it's called deer where I'm from. You don't eat venison where I'm from. I mean, You're it's eating deer. Venison. No, you're eating deer burgers, and it tastes like you're eating the earth. It tastes like you're eating as close to the earth as you can without munching on the <laughs> outside. So uh, just some side notes. Uh, in college, because I went to West Virginia University and I graduated, pat me on the back, uh, my roommates were <laughs> – Big very, deal. They were, they were, hort- <laughs> they were horticulturalists. Horticulturalists. And, uh, and they would often go and – Pluck mushrooms from the wild, but they'd also come back when they went home. They'd come back with like game meat and put it in the fridge. And we made hamburger helper with venison once, and that shit was amazing. This gorgeous, beautiful, majestic deer turned into hamburger helper. (laughs) (laughs) When you put it that way, that sounds amazing. Because you think about it, it's got everything Chef Quentin wants. Cheese and noodles. Yeah. And then we brought the deer. I mean, it's a marriage made in heaven. I mean, that's my surf and turf. Seems like you're doing too much there. (laughs) This is a double elimination challenge. And uh, fuck, as soon as the teams got together, I said my fantasy team is fucked. I knew it. (laughs) I knew as soon as my two people from my team teamed together, I said, oh, I'm boned, aren't I? It w- well, let's listen. Hold on. Let's listen to the curveball. Let's set it up for the folks. One thing you should know about this challenge. Uh-oh. This is a double elimination. Oh. I should have that immunity. One team will be going home. It's like walking barefoot on Lego, sitting on a cactus with an elephant on your shoulders. You can never get comfortable. Good. And that's kind of not true because I've walked barefoot on Legos with a cactus on my butt while holding an elephant, it's not that hard if it's a stuffed elephant. Mm. Mm. So you're gaming the system. Yeah, so it's not that. It, I was very comfortable. because And the also cactus, your Legos are candy? Candy Legos, and the cactus was a cactus uh, chair, so it was... <laughs> <laughs> Anything is easy if you just cheat. And do it different. Yeah, if you change yeah. it, <laughs> you make it different than the initial thing. Yeah, yeah that's that makes it my easier. point. That's my big point. So it's a double elimination, and they got to team up. And um, <clears throat> that's Tom's curveball, and he, he made Padma deliver it because he said, this is for that joke you made earlier, so give them this. I'm pissed off now. I'm sending two people home. I have a question about Tom. Hmm. Go ahead. Please, Does please. he always dress like that? Or is this because he's in Portland? Which part are you talking about? The big headwear that he wore at the <laughs> yeah. end of the show? Like a little hipster. No. It's Portland. 
Yeah, it's Portland. It's Portland's it's bringing it out in stone. Yeah, yeah. He's been taking mushrooms. He normally dresses like a a very old man. Um, but since he's been in Portland, he's trying to look cool and have cool hats and stuff like that. Even like early this season, there were a lot of chunky knit sweaters. We learned about chunky knit sweaters, but as this season's been going on, he's getting more Portland. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, he's keeping it weird. I, I like it. I just do want to talk about later his headwear that he was wearing at the end of the episode. Mm. Fuck it, let's do it now. Yeah. He's wearing that beanie. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Cool as shit, man. He looked great. Yeah, that was it's pulled. It's pulled back. Yeah, that fuck. thing was huge. That thing was huge. I thought he had a do rag on or anything, and he just couldn't show it. <laughs> he was like, "I'm letting my hair down. I'm waving my hair down." <laughs> and they said, "Tom, you can't wear that on the show. It gives the bad signal mm. to everyone else." It had a bit of like, you know, like a early 1900s, like going to sleep hat that you would wear. Yeah. Like mm. your like nightcap. Yeah. Look like one of those. Maybe he just woke up. Yeah. I thought they just said they got him out of his chair. They said, Tom, I got to go shoot this. He's like, yeah, okay. And he forgot to take it off his head. He's like, fuck it. I'm just going to say that this is what I meant to wear. <laughs> mm. Can't do it now. I'm going to, I'm going to meet the members of the Confederated tribes of the Umi- Umatilla Indian Reservation. I can't look like a fool. I can't act like, oops, I for, I forgot to take this off my head. No, this is part of it. Mm-hmm. So Gabriel <laughs> mentions that he hasn't been out seen Portland outside of his apartment, which is crazy because he said he's from there. Um, <laughs> um, they meet uh, the native women, learn about the native food that they're going to be using to uh, pair with the um, game and local fish that they have um, for the elimination challenge. Shoda and my girl Sarah uh, are so relaxed after they were um, prepping that they're taking shots now at Gabriel's team. Take a listen. As I heard service I was like, smelt, smelt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fish lady. I especially love small fish. Dream of a lifetime. I would want to have a boutique cannery. It's really weird. <laughs> Antelope and steelhead. That's going to be kind of a unique one. Who do you think's taking the lead? <laughs> oh, and that's a shot at Gabriel and Nelson because they had steelhead and antelope. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, were they in some trouble, huh? I think that joke can go two ways. One is that they assume that Gabriel is going to be the boss because that's what he does in these things. And two, Nelson has bad knees, so I'm not going to let him leave me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's playing injured. Oh, yeah, so I was I was so glad <laughs> that they brought up his injury because I, I think a lot of people don't know that cooking is like a contact sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have some injuries, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I have I, I have CTE from opening the microwave <laughs> on my head. On your head? I, yeah, I have I, I have a microwave that's high up. And mm. I, I've definitely pressed that button and it swung and hit me hard, knocked me down. Now, please tell me you didn't continue to cook because really, protocol with that is you should like go. Yeah, see you a should be out of cooking for at that. least two weeks. Yeah. I had to. I had to. I had a long, had a long line. Oh God, that's not. Well, good. I'm pretty sure your restaurant's going to get fined from the league for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got to clear protocols. So you like cooking cheese. Oh. The, um, the uh, <clears throat> uh, Sarah is sweeping the nation everyone's got sarah fever it, like I, I i have a friend i have friends who was texting me about top chef now that i host a top chef podcast people want to talk to me about top chef all the nice time. Uh, it's so <laughs> exhausting can we talk about that all i have to talk about now is top chef with my friends it's like i want to talk about something else i know we have a super popular podcast about top chef but that's not just the only thing that i am yeah. Also, people who don't really listen to the podcast but know that we have this podcast assume that I know about Top Chef, and I do not. This pod, this podcast is a joke. It is for <laughs> giggles. We're having a good time. Okay. Top Chef is just the shell that we play in. Yes. Now <laughs> I feel like I'm, shells and your I feel like I'm weird now because I very much like the people who come up to me and ask me about Top Chef and ask me questions. I would say ninety percent of the people that ask me about it are people that. Um, know that I do a podcast, but do not listen. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, 
<laughs> See, what but, I do is whenever they ask me, I say, why don't you just go listen to the episode? Mm-hmm. That's, That's smart. smart. Mm. No, but my, my friend said that uh, all he he his his top three included Sarah and Shoda, and he said all he wants is for Sarah to get her little boutique cannery. It's all he wants. And I think people want that. Yeah, I mean, my girl's going to win. Um, Sarah's going to take the whole thing. Um, and I've been saying it all every single week, and it's going to keep happening because she's not phased at all by this competition. She's not even scared of anyone. In fact, people are scared of her. I keep like she keeps getting notes from Tom and Gail and Padma saying, hey, tone it down a bit. You're scaring people here with how <laughs> unfazed by all the challenges you are. So she's a problem. I called it. She's 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 a she's an issue. So Tom and Sarah and Sh- love showed showed dish, um, and that's when I knew it was a wrap. So listen to this: smelt crusted rabbit loin. The puree on the side is smoked smelt and kabocha squash and pickled smelt as well. Thank you so much, chefs. Thank you. Thank you. The rabbit and the smelt was probably my best bite with the sauce. I'm loving this dish. I just want to know, like, in a million years, would you ever think, like, yeah, I'm going to coat a rabbit loin and smelt. <laughs> I'm a fan. There was so much going So that's when you know you're in trouble when Tom starts praising your dish like that. Um, it's basically a wrap. You know you're going to judge's table the right way and mm-hmm. not the wrong way. <laughs> um, so I was very happy to hear that because they knocked it out of the park. Um, and maybe they did think they were going to come on Top Chef and cook rabbit loin uh, coated in smelt. Possibly. You don't know how they think? That's true. Yeah, they, that could have been written in their journal. Like They could have had what? it in if, their, yeah, in their yeah, chef if the journal. Opportunity, I'm in Portland. I'm, uh, if the opportunity arises, I'm using smelt, baby. Then mm-hmm. I'm going to cover that shit. And I'm going to cover it in a fucking loin. rabbit. Yeah. They wouldn't ever S- eaten rabbit. I have not. I have smelled rabbit being cooked, though. From my roommates in college. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I have not. So they cooked it and you didn't eat it. I did not. They came back. They've cooked squirrel. They've Gross. cooked rabbit. Um, they would cook their mushrooms, which just stunk up the place whenever they cooked them. They did a lot of stuff. They did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Quentin, have, Quentin, have you had rabbit? No, I have not had a lot of rabbit. Um, to be honest with you, I have a pretty poor diet. Mm-hmm. Mainly, what do you mostly eat? That's a lot of cheese. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. uh, well, I have a question then, and this might be hard for Quentin to answer. But at the end of the elimination, uh, the native people said that their food now knows the chef's. And so I wonder, do you guys think that the food that we cook at home knows us? I think about this probably every single time I eat something. Um, (laughs) And I think that I hope not, because it is much easier to eat my food thinking that they don't know me. Because if they did know me, then it's like, I I can't eat something that knows me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I hope. Brian? You know what? Yeah, I think so. I think my food knows me and it knows what to expect from me. I think it's I think it's not going to be surprised by anything that I do to it. And I think in that way the food is a little tired of me. Maybe our relationship's gone a little stale. And I think maybe that's bad and I think because of this I now need to realize that I need to start spicing things up a little bit. Or else food's going to leave me. It's going to pack its bags yeah. and leave. And then I'll be alone. With no food. Mm. Um, I know what happens then. Okay. This is sad. (laughs) You lose weight and you feel good. And you get that rebound body. You go out you look to food and you say, look, I've changed. And they say, yeah, your body's good. But how's your brain? And it's the same. (laughs) It's the same. Because I was working my body, but I wasn't working my brain. I'm the same person underneath all these muscles. That you can see clearly. Six-pack abs, huge biceps, bulging traps. But my brain is the same. In fact, it's probably smaller because I was taking supplements to get big. <laughs> hey, everyone. Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties in the recording. Um, but trust me, Brian's story was very funny. 
of the ending of it. We all died laughing, mm-hmm. and it just didn't capture. So let's move on. We don't have to revisit that. Um, yeah. And nothing I just want to answer. I just wanted to be clear. Nothing else happened. Yep. It wasn't like yeah, nothing Brian else happened. told that story, and he was met with silence, and we had a very <laughs> yeah. serious talk about it afterwards. Yeah. That's not what happened. That didn't happen. It was just it was it super funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all died laughing. I think oh, one of us laughing, laughing may have messed up the recording. Yeah, it was and so like hard. Got into it. Um because I don't think I've ever heard of a joke being so bad that recording stopped on its own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of someone's face being so ugly and broke a camera, but a joke so bad it breaks a yeah. record. Yeah. No. So I'm pretty sure that's not what happened. Um so we're back at it. Um and just to answer the question for me, yes, I think my food knows me. <laughs> All right. So at- <laughs> Okay. All right, don't <laughs> um um, Quentin, do you think your food knows you? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't dive right in. I don't just like, you know, I, I talk to the food first. I make sure the food knows it's <laughs> comfortable. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I start off with some small talk. Um, and, uh, and then I just start to open up a little bit, start to let them know my background. I don't just like go right into the food. I, you know, it'd be kind of scary if the food just went inside me and then just, It'd be a lot for the food to handle, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I try to talk. I try to let them know that you know I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm funny. I'm likable. I I'm really good at my job. And then I and then I start to nibble a little bit. <laughs> you say start to nipple or nibble? Nibble a little bit, and then nibble. I start I nibble yeah on the food, and then I start and I keep talking. Um, yep. Get them comfortable. Big Tom. This is all cheese, right? Huh? Yeah, job. of course. I, <laughs> yeah. Big wheel of cheese. Big wheel of cheese. I only know squares. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. He's got blocks of cheese. Yeah, makes sense. All right. Cool. That's the end. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, at elimination table, uh, Sarah and Shota win, um, and in the bottom is Gabriel and Nelson and Chris and Avishar, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it Chris and Avishar? Yeah. Uh, I do. Uh, Byron and Avishar. Also Byron and Maria. Byron and Maria, Chris. There were three uh, groups of two in the bottom, yeah. Yes. So it's Avishar, Byron, Chris, and Maria in the bottom, um, and, and also um, Gabriel. And Nelson, sorry. This is uh, they they say Tom says all this food was very good. This is the best food we've had so far. Whoever goes home will be going home for ma- who for making good food. He then proceeded to only give negative notes to Gabrielle <laughs> and Nelson. Everyone yeah. else got like pretty decent stuff. They got noted hard. Clearly, they were going. It was very yeah. obvious. You, yeah. you know what I think? I think this is the point where Tom said, "Okay, you can't." get to the finals because you work for me. Yeah. I got to get you out of here. Cause not only, I mean, spoiler, we send, he sends Gabrielle and Nelson home, but even in last chance kitchen, <laughs> he gives Gabriel <laughs> not one, but two chances to get yeah. back in the show. So many opportunities. He does not, he does not bring him back. So I think this is just Tom saying, look, if you work for me, you can't win the show. So you got to be gone. So let's listen to their goodbye and the curveball at the end. Nelson and Gabriel. Please pack your knives and go. Thank you. Guys, I know you both said you want to cook more and get that shot in Last Chance Kitchen. Thank you, Chef. Thank Thank you for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. Thank you all. That'll be it. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Get some rest. It hurts to have to leave Top Chef. This was a once in a lifetime experience. So I get to rest my knees. I'm holding my head high, proud of what we did, and proud of myself for going through these pains and sticking it through. Didn't let it stop me. You no longer have a tour guide. Hmm? I don't think I deserve to go home right now. If we had just scraped the freaking fish off and served that crispy skin, we may have been at the top. Yeah, it's a bit away from me in the fun. I'm like, I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm going to Last Chance Kitchen to get back in this competition. I don't care how many chefs I have to cook against. Nelson, we work together, and you are a true gentleman. And Gabriel, you're a perfect, lovely asshole that I love. (laughs) (laughs) It's an honor, and I really do love you. 
guys. Gabriel Nelson, how you doing? Tonight, one of you are going to earn a chance to get back into the competition. And one of you are out of the competition for good. This last chance case is starting right now. Let's go. Wow. Wow. I really <laughs> like that. Crazy. Because uh, Pascuzzi talks about how he's like, I don't care how many people I have to beat in Last Chance Kitchen, which is like really good foreshadowing because he proceeds to lose <laughs> to one person and then many people. <laughs> he loses to five people in total. Yeah, he makes a salad, which looks boring as fuck. And then I think he also made steak or something that looked not great. What yeah. are you so, doing? Yeah. The, also... Something happened here, right? Because they, like, the way this was shot, they were pulling Nelson and Gabriel over to cook right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then it cuts to days later. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they, they made it seem like it was going to happen right now. And clearly they, you know, they said that Nelson backed out. So I wonder if, like, they had planned to do this, like, one-on-one right here or back where we just were cooking right now and Nelson was like no I quit and Tom was like well shit I don't want I don't want Gabriel back in the competition so I have to send him down to go face Jamie I think the plan was that I think they were going to say uh your dish was cooked too hard so now you're each going to make the dish again separately and we'll see who made it, makes it better whoever makes it better back been, in the show that would have been great mm. and I and then do you think Nelson was just like no my knees yeah Nelson was like <laughs> Nelson's like my knee's killing me now. I'm not doing it. Yeah. That's why. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then Tom was like, okay, that's fine. Listen, let me drive both of you guys home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get in my I got a change. They were in the car. That's yeah. right. They were in the car. Yeah. He's like, and I got to uh, drop off at a couple of places. I got to make a couple of stops, but I'll drive you guys yeah. home. Don't worry. <laughs> Eddie, I'm just now, I mean, we were joking about it before, but now Last Chance Kitchen truly is just an excuse for Tom to throw a party because he literally not just had one episode. He had two episodes of Last Chance Kitchen mm-hmm. for one episode, and he's throwing people back into the show. My girl Jamie just won an opportunity. She's back in the show. Um, and then uh, Sasha's return now because she beat five other judges in the five-person uh, Last Chance Kitchen. Let's just look at what the the Fantasy League showings are right not. now, bring shall we? Not. Let's bring it Can up. Brian, Brian has, as of right now, two people – uh, I'm sorry. One no, person. One person. One person left <laughs> in the show. I'm and so it's sorry. Byron. And it's Byron, who I mean, you Byron's never know. Good. He's got ten points. Yeah. He's got ten points. He's fine, but he's no Shoda. He's no Sarah. He's no. He is your highest earner on your team, even he's my only to the earner. episode. Yeah. Well, so um, win and then go home. Yes. So you're in trouble, especially when it comes yeah. to catching up to me and Reeves point wise, because yeah. I just gained Jamie back. And understand this: me and Reeves were tied, right? Uh, but I had to take into account Jamie's back in the show, which means she's going to be in the next episode, which means this means she is advancing an episode. And therefore, I'm winning by 0.5 of a point with 48 points, and Reeves has 47.5. And this is just – you have 30 and a half points. It's not even worth saying. You're so far behind. <laughs> You'll sad. never come back. Byron literally has to win everything he's from here on out he's for you run. to – for you to even be he's, like he's gonna competitive. Win out. He's going to win out. Uh, so right now I was down to three people. Now I've got four people back and me and Reeves had the same amount of people in it. But Sasha is back from the dead for right now because she's still going to earn because she's in Last Chance Kitchen now. So she's as, a of, right, she's a good as of right now, I'm only <laughs> half a point ahead from Reeves. But me and Reeves are very good at yeah. picking at judging people's talents just by looking at them. And Brian is a very bad person at doing that. I will show you the list that Tom and I made together. My dog is losing her mind of the <laughs> of, of who I thought was going to win, and I just didn't get to pick any of them because I bet that they're right. But let me really quickly. But my dog is really losing her mind. Baby, shh. Um, she need to go outside. Go <laughs> yeah. outside and bark at rats and dig holes. Um, <laughs> here's I knew that Pascuzzi was not coming back because when it showed the clip of someone coming back into the show, everyone yeah. cheered and got excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would not have happened for yeah. Pascuzzi. I knew yeah. it was Jamie or Sasha. I knew it because that's what they liked. Yeah. Maybe Kiki, it was not going to be Pascuzzi. It was not going to be Brittany, and it was not going to be Nelson. I knew it. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's do our last closing uh, segment we do with our guests called Add Foam, Debone, and Send Home. And Chef Quinn, this is where you pick of the three of us. Who would you add foam to? Who would you debone? And who would you send home? I think I'm going to add foam to Brian. <laughs> he seems like he needs it right now after okay. the story. <laughs> I'm going to debone uh, you, Jamal. Okay. Any and, particular reason? Hmm? Any no, particular no. reason? None? Okay. No, I honestly don't understand the concept of deboning anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'd send Reeves right. home. It's sort of it's okay. sort of like taking the wrapper off of the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that you can eat it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Does that change your answer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the wrapper's gotta come off Reeves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. And so that means you're, you're going home. Me home. Okay, great. This is another uh, guest who's been hostile towards me during this <laughs> segment. Um, so it's clearly me now, um, and I'm I'm okay with it. I guess Quentin. I thought it was a good thing because you have a nice place. I, I- Oh, thank you. Uh, so then maybe it is not being hostile, and I've won now. So thank you. Um, before we leave, Quentin, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you want to plug your food truck or anything? you want to plug the business school that you went to? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So um, I, I, I'm, I would, I'm going to plug the uh, Pizzagate <laughs> food truck, although it's under investigation right now. Sure. So you could you could look for it, but um, it might be a while. <laughs> ever ever since the inauguration scandal, I uh, had to lay low. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I so I went to well, I went to Harvard Business School Publishing. Um, mm-hmm. they were their publishing house. Uh-huh. I got all right. <laughs> so I'll plug that. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. We didn't hear anything about your um, your fan fiction. Can you give us just like before you go? Can you give us just like one the plot line to one of your fan fictions? Uh, yeah. I'll, well, okay. So I got one. I got one. Okay. Um, so um, Hillary did Benghazi. Okay. And is that the title of the episode? <laughs> 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 <laughs>